Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization that mobilizes the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Donations to the United Way stay 100% locally in our community and get invested in more than 40 community-based programs. These programs help students achieve academic success, families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit uascc.org or call 716-483-1561. Hello out there. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant. Thank you very much for tuning in to this edition of the show for March 10th and the replay on March 12th. 2023 appreciate you tuning in we have a lot for you today so we're going to get right into it we have quite a few guests and we're going to kick it off right now and talk to luke foder of saint luke's church right here in town as well as miho solabane who is part of the duo with his brother owen and miho and we have Mihal here calling in from ireland so very excited so we're going to talk to them right now both about welcome the wisdom of saint patrick an experience of celtic song story and Poetry, which will be coming to St. Luke's Church next week on Wednesday, March 15th. Now, I mean, probably the, uh, you know, let's just like kick it off with, I mean, what I'm sure everyone's wondering, you know, can you tell us a little bit about Welcome the Wisdom of St. Patrick and what we can expect here coming up next week? Definitely. We're very excited to bring uh, the O'Sullivan brothers to town. Uh, of course, O'Sullivan is the Celtic, uh, Irish Gaelic for O'Sullivan, as we would say in English. Uh, and these are, they come from a long history uh, of musical performers in Ireland. Uh, and um, excited to bring them to town. So we're, what we're doing is kind of a two-part sort of thing. We've got um, some community workshops we're doing out um, in the public schools, uh, one at Bush School, and I'm trying to coordinate with Washington Middle School, but um, that's not confirmed yet. We have gone to Bush, it confirmed, and then we're doing a workshop at Infinity Performing Arts. Uh, so we've got that in the afternoon, and then there's one at St. Luke's kind of, right before the concert for people who want to hear more about the Irish singing tradition um, and maybe at, at, the, at the 5 o'clock, I think it's 5 15 we're doing in St. Luke's. Um, people come to the church, um, we'll do a little um, singing workshop, and then there'll be an opportunity to get up on stage and sing with, with uh, Michal and Owen as well. So that's the kind of afternoon part of the performance. Um, and then in the evening, um, we'll have a concert that starts at 7 o'clock at St. Luke's Church. Um, and it is both concert, but also um, storytelling, as well as poetry. Uh, Michal is a, is a published poet, um, and, and he will kind of share some of his poetry um, and share some of the storytelling that is um, so endemic to the Irish um, culture. Um, and so that, that, that it'll be a, a, really a journey of, of Celtic um, exploration uh, of um, song and story and poetry. How are you doing? Good, good. How you doing? I'm doing well here. I'm doing well. It's uh, it's just twenty past seven in the evening over here in Ireland, so I know that a lot of you are getting into your day right about now. But I only wake up at around twenty past seven anyway, so <laughs> it's a big night ahead. And uh, I'm actually traveling traveling to the United States now in the next few days because Reverend Luke and St. Luke's Episcopal Church we are doing a big concert there and uh, and a day of workshops on. The 4th? 15th. 15th. 
That's going to be a good time. I, I like the uh, one of the, one of the things when kind of you know looking at this a little bit before we talked, like the variety of uh, you know what uh, they'll be doing with this all for you know just for St. Luke specifically, you know even even outside of uh, you know welcome the wisdom of St. Patrick. I mean, have you uh, have you had things like this? Like, does St. Luke's put on kind of productions like this normally? Have you had some in the past? I mean, is this kind of a first of its kind for St. Luke's? Yeah, we um, we have uh, a tradition of, of hosting concerts um, going back for a, a long while, um, and we've, we've done some of our own as well. But we've mostly let others provide the kind of the conference, the concert um, coordination. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit why this came to be. Um, but um, so we've used to host the Jamestown Concert Association, which had a kind of a series of about five or six. Um, shows a year at St. Luke's, um, and they brought in international acts. Primarily, it was kind of uh, chamber or classical, sometimes jazz, um, but it kind of that kind of sort of um, musical um, performances. And we did that for, for many, many years. They, unfortunately, were a, um, well, a casualty of, of, of COVID, like many nonprofits, um, and then it really hard for them to continue. And so they, they just kind of uh, hung up the, the, the mantle and completed their work. Um, but in the meantime, um, the Chattaquoin Chamber Ensemble is a, is a brand new chamber group that uses St. Luke's as their <clears throat> as their hub for their concerts, and so we host concerts um, probably a, a, once a month or once every six weeks um, that they put on. Um, and then there's also been you know ad hoc things that have kind of come through town and use St. St. Luke's as the as a as a venue, um, especially for acoustic acts like this, um, or mostly acoustic acts. Um, the space we have is, is amazing for kind of amplifying the, the natural human voice and also kind of um, non-amplified um, instruments. Uh, and so we do have, of course, a sound system that helps um, ensure that, that it is heard, but not the same sort of setup you'd need for like a rock concert or something like that. And I'm pretty sure a rock concert really wouldn't work at St. Luke's. The space is just too live. Uh, it would probably hurt your ears. Um, so it's so kind of the... the, kind of the the history of what we've done, uh, and this this concert and this uh, event kind of came together, um, kind of um, by by happenstance. Really, um, I met Michal, uh in Italy on a, a pilgrimage I was doing a, a, a poetry pilgrimage. Uh, he was one of the staff persons, and we started chatting. 
uh, and it was a, a great, um, great chemistry between the two of us. And you know, in, you know, I said, I got to find a way to bring you to Jamestown. You're just such creative and connective, uh, a great storyteller. I'd love to find a way to uh, bring you um, to to Jamestown. Uh, and I initially thought that you know, Chautauqua Institution might be a great place for them. Um, and then it occurred to me, um, it never occurred to me that I could get him around St. Patrick's Day. Um, and then I was kind of reached out to him at one point, and he said, oh, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm doing a couple concerts in um, in the States around uh, St. Patty's Day. So, sure, I think we can figure out a spot for you. Um, and his brother, Owen, um, just happens to live in East Aurora, which I didn't know when oh, I met wow. him. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's almost a local boy uh, in a way. So, um, so it makes sense for... Um, for them to kind of do a concert here. They're doing another similar sort of concert um, with strings um, at uh, East Aurora on Thursday. Uh, and then he's probably doing another concert somewhere else. I don't know. But I know they've got the concert here on Wednesday and then in East Aurora on Thursday. Wow. So that's kind of the, the story of how they came to be here. Um, and it, it was a, a, um, an exciting opportunity to really bring some international talent uh, to Jamestown so close to St. Patty's Day. That's so, I mean, what a uh, really neat story. I mean, on top of, beyond beyond just the part two, I mean, meeting him over there and, like, bringing him back to Jamestown, but then to find out that his brother Owen, I mean, just up the road, like you said. I mean, exactly. Very, very close to local. I mean, you, you really, that is, wow, that is quite a story. It is really neat. I want to I wanna talk to you specifically, uh, Michal, about, you know, like, like music and all that. Like, where does music begin for you? What kind of sparked your interest? Like, like, take us, take us back. Like, where, where does this begin? Where does, where does your love to perform and storytelling and all of that start for you? I, well, like a lot of our lives and a lot of people listening, um, my life has been kind of an unfolding rather than a grand plan, <laughs> you know? Um, so I started as, well, I suppose both of my parents are musicians. So, and they're both very esteemed Irish traditional musicians, and my dad was a classical composer, so I did grow up around a lot of music. But, you see, when I started then to be a musician, I decided, like a lot of people out there, I decided to be as different to my parents as I could possibly imagine, you know, without actually being, you know, rude. So I became a drummer and a rapper, you know, or in my early life, <laughs> over in Ireland. So I was a big fan of hip-hop, um... And uh, so, as a lot of your listeners are, and I kind of had a few Irish traditional songs, but I kind of put them back, and I became really a drummer. So I was almost a drummer, really, and I often thought, if I had kept at that, I'd probably be Sting's drummer or something. I'd be that big 300-pound guy at the back, nobody knows his name, you know, whatever the fuck was he going So wasn't that guy amazing. And um, so, <laughs> but uh, then I started singing, really, it, it's kind of poignant, actually, and it's interesting point in my life when my parents separated when I was around 16 or 17 and it was a very amicable separation as a lot of relationships transform and I started to build an, a, a relationship with my parents one on one and it's really then I started to in, inherit the traditional songs you know I was hanging out with my mom you know one on one after dinner we'd, we'd start singing and um, just, for, just for the crack as you say in Ireland and that really allowed the floodgates to open in a, in a strange way So that poignant time when I was so uh, eager to, to maintain a friendship, you know. And um, so that really was when I became a singer. So I only became a singer in my early 20s. So a lot of people out there listening think they're not singers for many traumatic reasons. But the voice 
physically actually doesn't mature until your mid to late 20s. So, and, and beyond. So the voice can actually improve rising up through middle age and many of us know great uh, singers in their third age as well, including my mother, um, who's still singing, singing to beat the band. So I started singing then and then I, I really became a, a, a magpie. I started singing jazz songs. So I'll, I'll offer a, a little jazz number at St. Luke's um, on the 14th as well, um, 15th. 15th, on the 15th of March, that is, that is a great gig in St. Luke's at the evening. And um, so I, I do a lovely little Chet Baker medley. They're all so short, all the little jazz tunes, so I like to stick a few together. And I'm a big fan of Bobby McFerrin, the African-American jazz singer. And he, of course, is a, is a vocal percussionist as well. So early in my life, I, after I stopped drumming, um, I realized that I was no match for a metronome, I'm afraid. Uh, I couldn't. I was too... Too, too, too passionate, but um, to keep time properly. But uh, I became a beatboxer, which is like um, that type of thing, you know, making noise with your face. Yeah. Uh, which actually earned me a few bucks over the years. I earned more bucks from teaching beatboxing in Irish schools to elementary kids than I than I did ever singing about St. Patrick. I can tell you that. <laughs> but um, uh, but so that's really that's just one of the unfoldings of my life. Is this one step in front of the other. And when I start to sing then the sacred song later in my 20s, there's a great hymn, Lead Kindly Light. Um, one step enough for me, you know, is the great refrain of that, that one step is all we can see in front of ourselves. So that's all the only step we can take. And following invitations, really, like this invitation from, from St. Luke's Presbyterian Church um, for this concert, I mean, in, in my mind, I was definitely going to be a famous you know, a uh, rapper, but here I am, having landed firmly on my feet uh, with people who love me and listen to me and care for me and uh, and host me at these beautiful venues and have me on their radio shows and everything. So it's, it's amazing. I, uh, you know, that which that is a really cool story. I love hearing the, because, uh, yeah, it is. You, you're kind of like, you know, where, where you think you'll end up versus where you do. I mean, it's a, you know, it's really a journey there. It's cool to hear, like, all the different parts of that for you. Now, coming up here, and I know I know you do quite a bit with your brother, Owen, and, I mean, it will be both of you with that welcome, the wisdom of St. Patrick. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm sure, like, throughout, you know, childhood and stuff, maybe you guys, like, played music together and stuff, but, like, when would you say you both started seriously, like, collaborating and doing, you know, do, it seems like you both worked together a good amount. I mean, when did, when did you kind of start doing music with your brother? Yeah, I'd say that was 20 years ago. I was 18, and my brother was four years older. My brother was driving at the time. I wasn't. I was a, a, a late bloomer, and uh, he took really good care of me. My brother had a job. I didn't, so we used to do gigs in the evening. And we did a lot of educational gigs, actually. And one of these, one of the elements of the day we're spending in Jamestown, it's a full day of events. And the concert is public, but we're actually seeing Bush Elementary School and um, and the middle school, and we're going to Infinity Performing Arts Centre as well. And, uh, and we're uh, doing an open workshop as well, like a public workshop at, a, at around 5 o'clock for anyone who wants to come along to that. That's open to all ages as well. So uh, Luke will give you more information on how to do that. So there is a, a, like a lot of educational events going up to the concert that day. So um, education is really where we learned to... Uh, we actually learned to make our songs a lot shorter in the classrooms, to be honest, because... 
kids would like be completely into you and think you're a hero for about 90 seconds and then after that they just stand up and walk away and it was it was a big learning curve for us you know so basically we do the same show for adults that we do for kids so nice yeah. gotta keep that attention span <laughs> or our own attention span is the danger and but later then we did get a few breaks all right you know like we're we're uh we met russell crowe on the west coast of ireland as well he's a great library oh, Ibernia is the old Roman name for Ireland because it means land of eternal winter. And uh, Ireland, in a sense, remains so Irish because the Romans never really got to Ireland. They said, oh, that's Ibernia. We're not going to go there. It's covered in trees and it's very cold and we're not going to fight the natives. We kind of survived the Roman and Greek kind of times without being completely decimated. Um, so that's one of the reasons historically Ireland is kind of still so, so such a basket case, if you will. But um, we met Russell on the west coast of Ireland, marauding himself, and uh, he kind of took us under his wing, really. He's an Australian actor, uh, very famous uh, for being like a, yeah, a Hellraiser or this kind of like big Hollywood. He's not really Hellraiser like the past lads, but uh, for the modern times, he'd be as Hellraising as it gets. And, um, but he's actually a really generous, artistic, um, beautiful songwriter and creative and uh, a poet himself and, uh, and a great... Uh, orchestrator of friendships, you know, so he kind of takes a load of us on the road about once every three or four years, and he puts on these concerts of his own song, and then he's got a great motto, actually, he whispered to us one time, he said, always bring on a guest who's better than you, that was his song, <laughs> always bring on a guest who's better than you, so he'd bring us on, and uh, he'd throw us on into the bear pit, and we'd be too few people rustle over the years, that's been a great eye-opener in terms of like, what uh, like what we were not missing, but what what didn't eat us up in terms of like the big industry, the big music and entertainment industry. You know, like we don't after seeing you know peeking behind Russell all the big gigs, we we're very glad to be at St Luke's on the fifteenth. You know, doing gigs for people with a listening ear and an open heart, speaking Irish poetry. I share my own poetry as well, so this, the idea of the spoken word as well is. It's something that we don't get enough of these days, you know. It's, it's a very, well, it's very difficult, as many of your listeners know, to learn anything off by heart, to commit it to memory. But when we listen to somebody who's speaking without notes, it's this ancient art form, really, that, that, uh, that's very emotive. And then we sing a cappella. My brother's an amazing guitar player. I'm a good old drummer. And, um, and we just have a few great songs. So an hour and 20 minutes really flies by. And, um, and who knows, we might be joined by a string player or two as well. There could be, there could be all sorts of uh, guests who are better than us on the night. <laughs> you know, to kind of, uh, I mean, talk about you for a second, Luke, too. I mean, for, uh, for a little background, I mean, how long have you been with St. Luke's Church now? Yeah, I've been at St. Luke's for uh, nine years in May. Wow. Um, and it's been a really, I, you know, Jamestown uh, is really home. At this point, it's the longest I've lived anywhere since growing up uh, in my childhood home in Akron, Ohio. Um, so it's really been kind of a, a place that, that my kids feel at home at. Um, they were, you know, three and five when I brought them here, and now they're uh, 12 and 14, almost 15. So it's, it's very much home to them, too. So it's a great community. And what I love about it is that we have this um, strong arts scene, um, despite the fact that we're not a huge, bustling city. But there still is a passion for the arts, a passion for music, uh, and a real, a real sense of um, a value for for people. 
Oh, absolutely. I think that is something that uh, I think it gets brought up a lot. And I also like when uh, people bring that up who, I mean, obviously you've been here for you know almost a decade now, but still someone who, you know, you, you've lived elsewhere, you're not originally from here, I'm sure you've been around and seen places, I mean, obviously you've been international, you know, the whole, the whole Mihal story there, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it, it's nice to, to be able to go like, oh no, like it, it is very true, like the arts and the, uh, you know, the culture and the music and all that here, like, in, it's so rich, I mean, and I definitely agree with that, you go other places, I don't know that people realize, uh, I think sometimes they're spoiled with it in a way where it's like, I don't know that you realize a lot of places our size, if you go there, they're lacking a lot of yeah. what we have in that department of like arts and entertainment and you know music and culture and all that. Exactly, exactly. I think we have to celebrate that fact. And I get, you know, sometimes Western New York, we get this kind of um, a nostalgic sensibility, like, oh, it used to be better back in those days. Uh, and we get caught in this negative space instead of really celebrating what's possible and what we, what we have, um, which is a lot. And we should, we should celebrate and not just, um, get caught up in the past no no that is that is absolutely you definitely want to keep looking you know celebrate your past but keep looking forward keep uh and what we're doing in the uh, present but as we kind of close this as we start like closing this out i mean where can we find more info on welcome the wisdom of saint patrick um also i mean to you know mihal i mean if you have anything else coming up beyond this as well like i mean if there's any music or anything else we should kind of like be on the lookout for should tell our listeners about I mean, let, it, let us know. Where do we find more on your music? Where do we find more on this event? Luke, for you, I mean, where do we find more on St. Luke's Church? Like, all that good stuff. Where should we be sending people now? So, I want to say, before I get to that point, we're talking about the variety of this show. It reminds me of the show that the Reg Linnea Center for the Arts had back in uh, kind of December time when they had the <clears throat> Celtic, Christmas, Celtic, Celtic Christmas performance where yes. there was song, music, storytelling, and Irish dance. I don't think we'll have the Irish dance, unless unless I get Mihol with enough Guinness, maybe he. <laughs> no, even then, I, I can't. I'm <laughs> so, so no Irish dance this time, but but, but all the other things will be there: the music, uh, the the poetry, and um, of course Guinness. You can't have a, an Irish concert without Guinness. So we'll have Guinness on tap as well. Nice. Um, so tickets are, are twenty five dollars, uh, and that'll include uh, your first Guinness as part of that that, that um, entry point. Um, and tickets are available either by calling uh, St. Luke's, 716-483-6405. Set up a time to come by the office. You can pick them up, um, print tickets, or you, can, you could actually come to church on Sunday, uh, come to church first, and then buy tickets after church um, as well. Um, but then you can also get them online um, at uh, on Eventbrite. Um, the, the downside of buying on Eventbrite is you have to pay those little processing fees, so it becomes twenty eight seventy five versus the 25 flat if you buy it uh, written cash or a check. Uh, at St. Luke's, um, but that that's possible to do either in person uh, or if you call the, the office, we can do it. We will have tickets available the night of, um, but if people will, are coming night of to purchase, I ask them to come a little bit early because I think uh, in Jamestown we have this sensibility that we can always just show up and it'll just be there for us. We forget about how long it takes to process payment and all that jazz. Yes. So.
that's a problem, we can figure out ways to get people in. So that, that is awesome. I mean, what a, what a gorgeous place. You know, you're talking earlier. I mean, how great it sounds in there, but also a gorgeous place to see a uh, you know performance. So I mean, that that's going to be a really good time. For uh, I mean, for either of you, Luke or Miha, I mean, having a great time talking to you both. Is there anything else we should let people know before we go? Any anything else you would uh, like to end on? Tell uh, tell the people listening. No, it's just we're really looking forward to seeing and meeting this high school, meeting the school kids of Jamestown, and meeting all the teachers and music students at the Infinity Performing Arts Center, and then having a, there's also a local workshop as well. So if you go onto the or Saint send St. Luke's uh, a message through their website, St. Luke's Episcopal Church, or just turn up on the 15th at 7 p.m. Uh, we're going to do that. Turn up a little bit before that because uh, we like to start on time in a very <laughs> un-Irish way. And uh, and the, uh, apparently there's free Guinness in a, in a church, which is a first for us. So see you on the 5th. See you, see you next Wednesday. It's going to, I mean, it is, it, it is going to be a good time. We have Welcome the Wisdom of St. Patrick, an experience of Celtic song, story, and poetry coming Wednesday, March 15th at 7 p.m. at St. Luke's Church right here in Jamestown. You'll get more Mihal and his brother, uh, Owen. That is going to be a good time. Luke, Mihal, great talking to you both. I'm Anthony Merchant, and you are tuned to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA.